Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading The Mystical Temple of God by St. Stanislaus of Jesus and Mary Papchinsky from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with chapter 24, part 1, pages 666 and 667. Chapter 24, The Glory of the Mystical Temple, part 1. That apostle snatched up to the third heaven who heard secret words, which it is not granted to man to utter, adding that it was not possible not only to describe the glory of the mystical temple, but to even think about it. What eye, he said, has not seen, and ear has not heard, and what has not entered the human heart, what God has prepared for those who love him. This God has revealed to us through the Spirit. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 9 and 10. Augustine, the prince of doctors, not thinking differently, said, That glory and future majesty of the mystical temple escapes all manner of speaking and exceeds all understanding of the human mind. What God has prepared for those who love him is not grasped by faith is not attained by hope, nor perceived by charity. It surpasses our desires and wishes. Therefore, I should rather long every moment to possess this glory, and not to take pains to portray in words with an unrefined pen what is impossible to describe. And so I shall derive what follows not from my own understanding about the bliss of our bodies and souls, but I shall derive it from the sources of those most happy wayfarers who rather often tasted these delights, to which they were carried over in mind and intellect, but most sparingly, lest by too great a desire I overwhelm the thirst rather than excite it. Bodies, indeed, shall be adorned with those four admirable and excellent qualities, impassibility, as theologians say, subtlety, agility, and clarity. Paul, that most ardent champion of most fortunate resurrection, expressed them most happily when, counteracting with great eloquence and wisdom, the tacit objection of certain men about this subject, someone may say, how are the dead raised? With what kind of body will they come back? The apostle replies, you fool, what you sow is not brought to life unless it dies, and what you sow is not the body that is to be, but a bare kernel of wheat, perhaps, or of some other kind. But God gives it a body as he chooses and to each of the seeds its own body. So also the resurrection of the dead. It is sown corruptible. It is raised incorruptible. It is sown dishonorable. It is raised glorious. It is sown weak. It is raised powerful. It is sown a natural body. It is raised a spiritual one. That's from 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 35 through 38 and 42 through 44. Moreover, that river of paradise, divided into four branches, signifies the same qualities. Moses, 
that most holy man said about this, A river rises in Eden to water the garden. Beyond there it divides and becomes four branches. The names of the first, the name of the first is Pishan. The name of the second river is Gihon. The name of the third is Tigris, and the fourth river is the Euphrates. That's from Genesis chapter 2, verses 10 through 14. In Jeremiah Drexel's opinion, one may compare the four qualities of the body, bodies of the blessed, with these four rivers. Well, in this last chapter, St. Stanislaus speaks about the glory of the mystical temple. What is the glory? Well, it's hard to describe from our earthly point of view. St. Paul apparently had a visit to heaven, but he found it difficult to describe with human words. He wrote to the Corinthians that what God has prepared for those who love him has never been seen or heard on earth. It hasn't even entered into our imaginations because it is so beyond what we have experienced here on earth. But the Holy Spirit is revealing this all to us. St. Augustine also said that we can't describe God's glory with earthly words. It goes beyond our ability to comprehend it. In heaven, it will become clear to us. So, St. Stanislaus tells us to long for this glory. It is useless to try and to write about it since it is beyond our words. St. Stanislaus then tries to use the scriptures to help us to understand what awaits us in heaven. Medieval theology spoke about four qualities that glorified, resurrected bodies would possess. Impassibility means that they would not suffer. Subtlety means that they would be able to pass through things like doors, as Jesus did when he appeared to the apostles in the upper room. Agility means they would have the ability to practically instantaneously move anywhere the soul desires. And finally, clarity. They would shine with a glorious light emanating from the soul. St. Paul explains that heavenly bodies will be different from earthly bodies. Uh, the apostles sometimes didn't recognize Jesus after the resurrection when he appeared to them. And St. Stanislaus sees the rivers of paradise described in the book of Genesis, which were divided into four branches as a symbol of these four qualities of the resurrected bodies. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Thank you. I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org. Org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world.
Sign-up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.